Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Today, host Bill Hodges has a conversation with Terrence Hayes, press secretary for the United States Veterans Administration in Washington, D.C. One of the reasons that there is such great transparency in our current Veterans Administration is the press secretary. Secretary Hayes maintains an open relationship with media outlets like Veterans Corner Radio. Don't miss what he has to say about where the VA has been and where they are going as it applies to getting you the benefits that you have earned. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I have a guy who I've become good friends with, Terrence Hayes, who's the press secretary for the VA, and he knows where all the bones are buried, believe me. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the show, Terrence. Thank you for having me, Bill, as always. It's always a pleasure to jump on your wonderful show. You know, actually, you have been with the VA throughout the beginning, almost from the beginning of this administration. Is that not correct? Absolutely right. I've been here since day one uh, when the president and vice president swore in uh, as our president and vice president back in January of 2021. Uh, They swore me in that same evening. So I've been here, one of the many few uh, day one VA personnel here that the president put in place to hopefully uh, deliver on the promise of ensuring that our veterans receive the quality care and timely access to benefits they deserve. Well, you know, (laughs) people talk about transparency and as a broadcaster, and calling and talking with your people on a constant basis. I've never had them try to snow fog me. I always get first-rate information, and they're very cooperative. They don't know something. They will tell me I don't know, but they'll go look for it. Joe Williams is a perfect example of a PIO officer that goes the extra room. Yeah, Bill, um, that comes from the top. That was a mandate from President Biden down to Secretary McDonough, to me, that we would be a transparent, credible organization and that that's the best way for veterans and families, caregivers and survivors to trust us is by being forthright, open about everything, whether it's good or bad, come out with our hands up, as the secretary says, and folks will obviously understand that we're doing our best to deliver the best care and benefits we can to veterans. So transparency is critical here at the department. And we believe that is that is and should be the standard moving forward. You know, yesterday I spoke before a group and one of the people brought up the PAC Act and they were filing now 
a little late on getting in, but they mm-hmm. realized that. They said, but golly, they've got probably 100,000. I don't know what the number is now of PAC Act filings. Mm-hmm. But is my claim going to be approved or, or at least worked on during the time I'm still living? Bill, this is what we want veterans to know is this, that we planned ahead of time knowing that we would receive an influx of claims because of the PACDAC. The PACDAC potentially impacts more than 5 million men and women who've served our country, all the way from Vietnam through the Gulf War to the post-9-11 conflicts. So what I mean by we positioned ourselves is that we knew that we would need to hire more personnel, more personnel on the benefit side of the house, which we've hired more than 4,500 folks there. And wow, that many. Excuse me? That many? Yeah, that many, that many. And then we have been uh, really dug in deep to hire more clinicians, nurses, frontline workers at our VA medical centers to ensure that when folks enroll into our healthcare system, that they too receive the best care that they that they need and that they deserve. So that was the forward thinking from the president and the secretary, knowing that we would receive an influx of folks. I mean, we do have a backlog. That backlog has increased considerably over the past several months. Uh, it currently stands over 300,000 right now. And I want to make sure that your listeners understand what a backlog claim means, because I think sometimes it gets a little bit confused. A claim goes into the backlog category when it has in, has been in VA's inventory for more than 125 days. So again, that number has been creeping up because of the influx of claims that we've received because of the PACT Act. But I want folks to know this. VA is processing and receiving more claims than ever before. They are providing care to veterans more than ever before. And we're going to continue to do that. And we have the right people in place to do that. We have actually people processing claims and doing mandatory overtime because they themselves want to deliver on this promise to veterans and get these benefits in their hands as quickly as possible. You know, it also helped that you came into this with the 20 presumptive diseases that, of course, the Vietnam vets and those prior to the PAC Act just didn't have access to. Absolutely. The presumptive conditions make things a bit easier for us to get to yes for veterans. And that's what we want to do. We want to deliver those benefits to veterans. We don't want to make it extremely difficult for the veteran to have to bend over backwards to prove his or her service or his or her diagnosis. The bottom line is this. If you're a Vietnam veteran right now and you are diagnosed with hypertension, blood pressure, high blood pressure, as we call it, and you have proof that you served in Vietnam, it's a slam dunk. You are due benefits. Just a lot like of my you... older, a lot of my older, I'm sorry for interrupting. Mm-hmm. A lot of my older guys are just shaking their head now. They just can't believe that this happened. I met a gentleman in Jacksonville, Florida, a couple of days ago where I was speaking, and he was in the same boat. One, he had never heard of the PACT Act. Two, he was diagnosed with high blood pressure. Three, he served in Vietnam and had a DD-214 that showed that. And I 
had that gentleman sign up on the website right then and there before I left that speaking engagement. Wow. Ensure that he was able to file his claim. And what I'm hoping is that in the next few weeks, he'll be able to receive those benefits that he has been due, you know, for quite some time. But again, these presumptive conditions are allowing us to get to yes quicker. And that credit goes to President Biden for his forward thinking, saying, hey, we need to get this done. We need to get it done now. We need to deliver these benefits to these veterans as soon as possible. The wait has been long enough. You know, I, I talked with you earlier, and one of the things we mentioned on a previous broadcast was that it's okay and it's great, actually, to go ahead and get these claims processed through. But it seemed to me you had a pretty high approval rate on these claims. Absolutely. Uh, we have received more than 2 million claims thus far. And two out of the 2 million claims, we have granted at a 77% grant rate. So as you can see, that when folks submit their claim, 77% are receiving benefits and that number is climbing. So that's why we're encouraging folks that may know folks who are impacted by the PACT Act, impacted by Agent Orange, impacted by burn pits, impacted by any other toxic substance because of their service to stop everything they're doing and file their claim. Because again, the success rate is extremely high. The process has been streamlined because of the presumptions and it's critical that folks take advantage of this, this law and get these benefits in their hands. You know, I spoke with a group the other day, and, and I get a lot of questions, especially from spouses. But one of them said, you know, we've got good insurance. We really don't need it. There are so many vets that do. Uh, we really don't think we ought to file. What's your answer to that? Bill, I, I retired after 20 years, and I have good TRICARE insurance as well. And I was going to Johns Hopkins here in, in the Maryland area. But I also filed a claim and was said, you know what? I want to uh, get my health care through VA because it's shown that outcomes are better when you go to VA because collectively across the board, they can do everything from an integrated standpoint that some of these hospital systems cannot. And I was very very happy with the care that I received then and with the care that I receive now at VA. So I'm encouraging folks to look at it from this standpoint. There's nothing wrong with having a second option. There's nothing wrong with having a better option. And I highly encourage you to look at VA as that better option because we're able to take you from that entire life cycle of a service member and veteran and ensure that you're getting that care and digging deep into some of those ailments and injuries that you may have uh, suffered while serving our country, we can dig into those better than those hospital systems out there who may not be equipped to do that. You know, <laughs> the one thing I pointed out to them was I turned to the wife and I said, if he passes away, what happens to your benefits? He's, well, I, I lose half his pension and I lose this and I lose that. I said, then you may not be at a time later where you're in as good a shape as you are today. You need to go ahead and file. Right, right. You need to, this. listen, this is all about your benefits, your care. You're not taking it from anyone else. 
you we're incurred. We're begging you to please file. Take advantage of this. Get what you have earned. You work extremely hard to protect this nation that we live in for the freedoms that we have. The least we can do is provide you with the care and benefits that you've earned. So I'm encouraging anybody who's listening to your program right now, Bill, who has not taken advantage of the PACT Act or who has not filed their benefits to do so immediately. Well, you know, you keep bringing up, and I think it's very important, VA is not second-class care. It is not welfare. It is first-class care. I met with a doctor this morning who had worked in the private healthcare sector for 25 years and now works for the VA at James A. Haley. And he was telling me that never has he felt so fulfilled as working with the veterans. He said, if I write a prescription, I write something. There isn't anybody in the hospital standing there saying, no, no, don't do that. We've got to keep the cost down. There are five people calling me and saying, how can we help? He said, it's a remarkable difference than the private healthcare system. Bill, let me just tell you and your listeners what we've done in 2023 alone. VA delivered more than 116 million healthcare appointments to veterans, surpassing the previous all-time record by more than 3 million appointments. VA delivered $163 billion in earned benefits, including $150 billion in compensation and pension benefits to 1.5 million veterans and survivors. Wow. Complete all-time records. Thanks to the largest outreach campaign in VA history, veterans submitted more than 2.4 million claims, an all-time record, and 39% more than last year. Veterans also submitted 2.2 million intents to file, an all-time record, and that's a 62% increase from 2022. VA provided services, resources, and assistance to a record 74,000 veteran family caregivers, supporting them while they take care of the veterans they love. The Veterans Crisis Line, you know, that's very crucial in what we do to prevent veteran suicide, received more than 1 million texts, calls, and chats, surpassing the previous all-time record by 15%. VA also provided no-cost emergency health care to 33,000 veterans in acute suicidal crisis through a new program known as the Compact Act launched in January. So you can see some of the things that we are doing at VA, and that's just in 2023 that we've shattered these records. We're delivering more care and more benefits to more veterans than ever before in our history, and we're just getting started, especially under this administration. Well, you know, you're, you're a primary example. My guest today is Terrence Hayes. He's the press secretary for the VA. You're a primary example of the transparency. Never have I gone on the air with you and you've said, don't talk about this. Don't ask me that. Just tell me what you need to know and we'll go from there. And it's really great talking with you. Well, absolutely, Bill. I mean, that's what it's about. When I go out and I'm chatting with fellow veterans, uh, I'm not going to tell them, well, I'm not, I can't talk about this. No, I want to hear their experiences, positive as well as negative. That's the only way we're able to get better at what we do. And that's delivering the care and benefits to these men and women. So we need to hear that positive feedback. We need to have that open dialogue and we need to be able to address tough questions. As the secretary tells me time and time again, Bill, 
hard things are hard. And sometimes you're going to make mistakes along the way. And at VA, we've made mistakes. But one thing that we will do, we will admit our mistake and we will correct it to ensure that veterans, their families, caregivers and survivors don't have to deal with a repeated mistake. Terrence Hayes, thank you so much for being with me today. And I look forward to you coming back. I've got a whole list of things we didn't get a chance to talk about, but I've run out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Terrence Hayes, Press Secretary for the VA, thanks for your time. Thank you, Bill, and Merry Christmas to everybody. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.